Welcome to the Daily Archive Radio Station, brought you by Hung Tru from the University of Toronto and Ruo Chan Luo from TTI Chicago. You are listening to the Machine Learning category of May 13, 2021. Do you know that according to Chinese acupuncture, there is a point on the head that you can press to control your appetite? It is located in the hollow just in front of the flap of the ear. Today we have selected 9 papers out of 32 submissions. Now let's hear paper number 1. This paper was selected because it is authored by Gunnar Rech, Professor, ETH Zurich. Paper title Early Prediction of Respiratory Failure in the Intensive Care Unit Authored by Matthias Huser, Martin Faltes, Sunru Liu, Chris Barber, Stephanie L. Highland, Tobias M. Mers, and Gunnar Rech. Paper Abstract The development of respiratory failure is common among patients in intensive care units, ICU. Large data quantities from ICU patient monitoring systems make timely and comprehensive analysis by clinicians difficult but are ideal for automatic processing by machine learning algorithms. Early prediction of respiratory system failure could alert clinicians to patients at risk of respiratory failure and allow for early patient reassessment and treatment adjustment. We propose an early warning system that predicts moderate-slash-severe respiratory failure up to 8 hours in advance. Our system was trained on HiRID2, a dataset containing more than 60,000 admissions to a tertiary care ICU. An alarm is typically triggered several hours before the beginning of respiratory failure. Our system outperforms a clinical baseline mimicking traditional clinical decision-making based on pulse oximetric oxygen saturation and the fraction of inspired oxygen. To provide model introspection and diagnostics, we developed an easy-to-use web browser-based system to explore model input data and predictions visually. I think this is a cool paper. What do you think? Now let's hear paper number 2. This paper was selected because it is authored by Jocelyn Hanasat, Grenoble Institute of Technology. Paper title Cross-modal and multimodal data analysis based on functional mapping of spectral descriptors and manifold regularization. Authored by Mason B. Manesh, Payman Adibi, Jocelyn Hanasat, and Syed Mohammed Saeed Asani. Paper Abstract Multimodal manifold modeling methods extend the spectral geometry aware data analysis to learning from several related and complementary modalities. Most of these methods work based on two major assumptions. One, there are the same number of homogeneous data samples in each modality, and two, at least partial correspondences between modalities are given in advance as prior knowledge. This work proposes two new multimodal modeling methods. The first method establishes a general analyzing framework to deal with the multimodal information problem for heterogeneous data without any specific prior knowledge. For this purpose, first, 
we identify the localities of each manifold by extracting local descriptors via spectral graph wavelet signatures, SGWS. Then, we propose a manifold regularization framework based on the functional mapping between SGWS descriptors, FMBSD, for finding the pointwise correspondences. The second method is a manifold regularized multimodal classification based on pointwise correspondences, M2CPC, used for the problem of multi-class classification of multimodal heterogeneous, which the correspondences between modalities are determined based on the FMBSD method. The experimental results of evaluating the FMBSD method on three common cross-modal retrieval datasets and evaluating the M2CPC method on three benchmark multimodal multi-class classification datasets indicate their effectiveness and superiority over state-of-the-art methods. I think this is a cool paper. What do you think? Now let's hear paper number three. This paper was selected because it is authored by Jimong Sun, Associate Professor at Georgia Institute of Technology. Paper title Multiversion Tensor Completion for Time-Delayed Spatio-Temporal Data Authored by Cheng Qian, Nikos Kargas, Kao Xiao, Lucas Glass, Nicholas Sidiropoulos, and Jimung Sun Paper Abstract Real-world spatio-temporal data is often incomplete or inaccurate due to various data loading delays. For example, a location disease time tensor of case counts can have multiple delayed updates of recent temporal slices for some locations or diseases. Recovering such missing or noisy, underreported, elements of the input tensor can be viewed as a generalized tensor completion problem. Existing tensor completion methods usually assume that I, missing elements are randomly distributed in two, noise for each tensor element is IID zero mean. Both assumptions can be violated for spatio-temporal tensor data. We often observe multiple versions of the input tensor with different under-reporting noise levels. The amount of noise can be time or location dependent as more updates are progressively introduced to the tensor. We model such dynamic data as a multi-version tensor with an extra tensor mode capturing the data updates. We propose a low-rank tensor model to predict the updates over time. We demonstrate that our method can accurately predict the ground truth values of many real-world tensors. We obtain up to 27.2% lower root mean squared error compared to the best baseline method. Finally, we extend our method to track the tensor data over time, leading to significant computational savings. What an interesting paper. Now let's hear paper number four. This paper was selected because it is authored by Sanjeev Kumar, Distinguished Scientist, Google. Paper title. Disentangling Sampling and Labeling Bias for Learning in Large Output Spaces Authored by Ankit Singh Rawat, Aditya Krishna Menon, Widawat Jitkritam, Sadeep Jayasumana, Felix X. Yu, Shashank Reddy, 
and Sanjeev Kumar. Paper Abstract Negative sampling schemes enable efficient training given a large number of classes, by offering a means to approximate a computationally expensive loss function that takes all labels into account. In this paper, we present a new connection between these schemes and loss modification techniques for countering label imbalance. We show that different negative sampling schemes implicitly trade off performance on dominant versus rare labels. Further, we provide a unified means to explicitly tackle both sampling bias, arising from working with a subset of all labels, and labeling bias, which is inherent to the data due to label imbalance. We empirically verify our findings on long-tail classification and retrieval benchmarks. Honestly, I love every papers because they were written by humans. Now let's hear paper number 5. This paper was selected because it is authored by Simon Lucy, Associate Research Professor, Carnegie Mellon University, and Anton Van Den Hengel, Professor of Machine Learning, University of Adelaide. Paper Title Evading the Simplicity Bias Training a diverse set of models discovers solutions with superior generalization. Authored by Damien Tini, Asana Basnajad, Simon Lucy, and Anton van den Hengel. Paper Abstract Neural networks trained with SGD were recently shown to rely preferentially on linearly predictive features and can ignore complex, equally predictive ones. This simplicity bias can explain their lack of robustness out of distribution OOD. The more complex the task to learn, the more likely it is that statistical artifacts, i.e. selection biases, spurious correlations, are simpler than the mechanisms to learn. We demonstrate that the simplicity bias can be mitigated and new generalization improved. We train a set of similar models to fit the data in different ways using a penalty on the alignment of their input gradients. We show theoretically and empirically that this induces the learning of more complex predictive patterns. OOD generalization fundamentally requires information beyond IID examples, such as multiple training environments, counterfactual examples, or other side information. Our approach shows that we can defer this requirement to an independent model selection stage. We obtain SOTA results in visual recognition on bias data and generalization across visual domains. The method, the first to evade the simplicity bias, highlights the need for a better understanding and control of inductive biases in deep learning. This sounds pretty awesome. Now let's hear paper number 6. This paper was selected because it is authored by Tom Scholl, DeepMind, and Georg Ostrovsky, Google DeepMind. Paper title Return-Based Scaling, Yet Another Normalization Trick for DeepRL Authored by Tom Scholl, Georg Ostrovsky, Yuri Kamayev, and Diana Borsa Paper Abstract 
Scaling issues are mundane yet irritating for practitioners of reinforcement learning. Error scales vary across domains, tasks, and stages of learning, sometimes by many orders of magnitude. This can be detrimental to learning speed and stability, create interference between learning tasks, and necessitate substantial tuning. We revisit this topic for agents based on temporal difference learning, sketch out some desiderata and investigate scenarios where simple fixes fall short. The mechanism we propose requires neither tuning, clipping, nor adaptation. We validate its effectiveness and robustness on the suite of Atari games. Our scaling method turns out to be particularly helpful at mitigating interference, when training a shared neural network on multiple targets that differ in reward scale or discounting. Do you like this paper? I like it a lot. Now let's hear paper number 7. This paper was selected because it is authored by Daphna Weinshall, Professor of Computer Science, Hebrew University. Paper title Convergence Analysis of Overparameterized Deep Linear Networks and the Principal Components Bias Authored by Guy Cohen and Daphna Weinshall Paper Abstract Convolutional neural networks of different architectures seem to learn to classify images in the same order. To understand this phenomenon, we revisit the overparametrized deep linear network model. Our analysis of this model's learning dynamics reveals that the convergence rate of its parameters is exponentially faster along directions corresponding to the larger principal components of the data, at a rate governed by the singular values. We term this convergence pattern the principal components bias, PC bias. We show how the PC bias streamlines the order of learning of both linear and nonlinear networks, more prominently in earlier stages of learning. We then compare our results to the spectral bias, showing that both biases can be seen independently, and affect the order of learning in different ways. Finally, we discuss how the PC bias can explain several phenomena, including the benefits of prevalent initialization schemes, how early stopping may be related to PCA, and why deep networks converge more slowly when given random labels. This sounds pretty awesome. Now let's hear paper number 8. This paper was selected because it is authored by Sin Lu, Professor of Computer Science, University of California, Davis. Paper title Accuracy Privacy Trade-Off in Deep Ensemble Authored by Shabazz Rezaei, Zubair Shafiq, and Sin Lu Paper Abstract Deep Ensemble Learning aims to improve the classification accuracy by training several neural networks and fusing their outputs. It has been widely shown to improve accuracy. At the same time, ensemble learning has also been proposed to mitigate privacy leakage in terms of membership inference me, where the goal of an attacker is to infer whether a particular data sample has been used to train a target model. In this paper, we show that these two goals of ensemble learning, namely improving accuracy and privacy, 
directly conflict with each other. Using a wide range of datasets and model architectures, we empirically demonstrate the trade-off between privacy and accuracy in deep ensemble learning. We find that ensembling can improve either privacy or accuracy, but not both simultaneously. When ensembling improves the classification accuracy, the effectiveness of the MIA attack also increases. We analyze various factors that contribute to such privacy leakage in ensembling such as prediction confidence and agreement between models that constitute the ensemble. Our evaluation of defenses against MIA attacks, such as regularization and differential privacy, shows that they can mitigate the effectiveness of the MIA attack but simultaneously degrade ensemble accuracy. The source code is available at github.com slash shreyway slash Isn't that cool? Now let's hear paper number 9. This paper was selected because it is authored by Dasan Hamarne, Computing Science, Simon Fraser University. Paper title DM'd, Drug Efficacy Estimation Against SARS-CoV-2 Based on Cell Morphology with Deep Multiple Instance Learning Authored by M. Sadeg Sabirian, Kathleen P. Moriarty, Andrea D. Olmsted, Ivan Arnabi, Francois Jean, Maxwell W. Liebricht, and Ghassan Hamarne. Paper Abstract Drug repurposing can accelerate the identification of effective compounds for clinical use against SARS-CoV-2, with the advantage of pre-existing clinical safety data and an established supply chain. RNA viruses such as SARS-CoV-2 manipulate cellular pathways and induce reorganization of subcellular structures to support their life cycle. These morphological changes can be quantified using bioimaging techniques. In this work, we developed DMD, a computational pipeline using deep neural network models within a multiple instance learning MIL, framework to identify putative treatments effective against SARS-CoV-2 based on morphological analysis of the publicly available RxRx19A dataset. This dataset consists of fluorescence microscopy images of SARS-CoV-2 non-infected cells and infected cells, with and without drug treatment. DM first extracts discriminative morphological features to generate cell morphological profiles from the non-infected and infected cells. These morphological profiles are then used in a statistical model to estimate the applied treatment efficacy on infected cells based on similarities to non-infected cells. DMD is capable of localizing infected cells via weak supervision without any expensive pixel-level annotations. DMD identifies known SARS-CoV-2 inhibitors, such as remdesivir and aloxistatin, supporting the validity of our approach. DMD is scalable to process and screen thousands of treatments in parallel and can be explored for other emerging viruses and datasets to rapidly identify candidate antiviral treatments in the future. Isn't that cool?